Today is July the 21st. Is sin a big deal? Let's find out together as we look at Jesus' words. A third set of uh, commands, two commands uh, today that Jesus prevents, uh, presents to us. He tells us to avoid sin. In Matthew chapter 5, again reading from the Sermon on the Mount, verses 29 and 30, Jesus says, so if your eye, even your good eye, causes you to lust, gouge it out, throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your hand, even your stronger hand, causes you to sin, cut it off, throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. In a similar way, <clears throat> in John chapter 5, Jesus heals a man who for 38 years has suffered from paralysis. Then in chapter 5, verse 14, afterward Jesus found him in the temple and told him, Now you're well. Stop sinning. Something even worse may happen to you. Avoid sin. And in John chapter 8, verse 11, they bring to Jesus a woman who was caught in adultery. They put her before him. They said, what should we do? And Jesus doesn't answer. He stoops down. He draws on the ground. So much is happening in that story. Um, they bring the woman before Jesus. And I think Jesus immediately looks at the situation and thinks to himself, where's the man? Why just the woman? I believe Jesus came to the conclusion that this was a setup. They paid a man to go in to hire a prostitute. And in the middle of adultery, they burst in and whisk the woman away, but not the man. Now they stand the woman up before Jesus. The uh, probability is that the woman was naked. The woman at most may have had a blanket to wrap around her. She's embarrassed. She's been caught. She's certainly guilty. They say to Jesus, what should we do? The law commands that she be stoned. Roman law says the Jews don't have the authority to do that. They're trying to catch Jesus in a legal conundrum. Do we enforce the Jewish law or obey the Roman law? Adultery in Rome isn't even illegal. So what do we do? Jesus, embarrassed for the woman, looks away. 
he bends down and he begins to draw on the ground. Now he might have been doodling. Some think that he began to write the Ten Commandments. Then he looked at the men who brought her and said, if you're without sin, throw a stone. And one by one, they walk away until just Jesus and the woman is left. Jesus looks at the women and says, where are your, where are your accusers? They've left. Jesus says, I don't condemn you either. Go and sin no more. Avoid sin. Now, this is similar to what Jesus says one time in his ministry in Matthew chapter 5, verse 48. After a list of commands of what they should and should not do, Jesus says, you are to be perfect even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Is sin a big deal? Yeah. Sin is a big deal. You know what? There is no sacrifice for intentional sin in the Old Testament. Now there's something that's called a sin offering that occurs in the book of, of Leviticus in chapter 5, but listen to what it describes as things for which you offer the sin offering. In verse 2, suppose you unknowingly touch something that's ceremonially, ceremonially unclean, offer a sin offering. Verse 3, suppose you unknowingly touch something that makes a person unclean, go offer a sin offering. Verse 4, suppose you make a foolish vow of some kind and then later you realize its guilt, its, its foolishness, go make a sin offering. In all of these cases, it's not so much intentional sin. It's a lack of wisdom or perhaps a lack of knowing. Something was unclean, they didn't know it. They touched it, they became unclean. The sin offering in Leviticus actually is more of a cleanliness offering. There is no provision for an offering for sin in the Old Testament. Now in the next chapter in Leviticus chapter 6, the first few verses say if you intentionally sin, you are to make restitution for what you've done. Then make an offering, a guilt offering to the Lord and ask him to forgive you. The guilt offering is not the means of forgiveness. God may choose to forgive you. 
in the New Testament. Jesus is the satisfaction for our sin. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, as the author of Hebrews begins his statements there, very early in the book, just the third verse, listen to what he says. Hebrews 1, 3. The sun radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God. He sustains everything by the mighty power of his command. When he had cleansed us from our sins, he sat down in the place of honor at the right hand of the majestic God in heaven. Jesus does something that the Old Testament sacrifices could not do. There was no sacrifice for intentional sin in the Old Testament. Jesus cleanses us from our sin. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Is sin a big deal? Yeah. Sin is a big deal. God gave his son to do what no animal could do, to forgive us of our sin. But it cost the son his life. Today, we can go to Jesus we can confess our sin, and he will cleanse us of that sin. Sin is a big deal. Take your sin today to him and get it dealt with. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotion on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll answer the question, doesn't the church have hypocrites? <laughs>